up the top stars from Hollywood and from all over the world to entertain you on a giant screen with a few colorful motion pictures you've been hearing about and reading it's about. It's showtime, folks. Enjoy the show. We're delighted to have you with us. They're driving theater. You'll find something to please you to add to your evening's enjoyment. It's pleased to bring you our Fifi feature presentation. Station. Good evening, everybody. It is 8 o'clock. It is Monday night. It is January 29th, and you are tuned in to the Drive-In Speaker Box podcast. I'm your host, Bo, the Boom Operator. I'm the Grip. And for the next hour, we're going to be talking to you about movie stuff. It's what we do. It's January, though, so what the hell is even going on? I cannot believe that this month is almost over. It seems like it has barely begun. I don't know where... The, the 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 time went. Velvet Santa on Twitch asked if this is the hundredth episode, or did you mean thousandth? Because we are oh, quickly approaching our thousandth episode, and I don't think this is it. But but it's not even our thousandth episode. Like that's already passed. This is like the thousandth one that I know that I've recorded. So you know that'll be in the next couple of weeks. I don't know. I don't know. If it's I don't, we're not gonna like wear party hats or something. But that's yeah. It's been it's been a lot of episodes. So yeah, thanks for joining us. Yeah, man, what's what's going on? Oh, nothing. Just thinking about that. It'd be cool if we had like CGI kiss in the background doing shout it out loud and we come in for the thousandth episode. That'd be a very that would cool be uh, awesome. thing to do. Yeah. Not a lot, man. You know, just actually got to watch a movie. We I, I we there was actually something in the theaters to watch this this past week. That's new. Yeah. That hasn't happened in a in a couple of weeks, right? I watched Fighter. I knew I knew you were going to yeah, watch Fighter. There's a yeah. whole bunch of Telugu movies in the theaters this it's, week. This one's a Hindi it. one. Yeah. Yeah, this one, Ritik Roshan and Topeka Patakone and So, was, yeah, I guess we're going to be talking about that later in the, in, in the show. Yeah, we'll be talking about... I, I it wanna, was in the top 10 domestic movies, my guy. Because there was not many movies. Yeah, out. but it was... Godzilla minus one minus color is actually playing here. Yeah, we have it in the U.S. and we have it here locally for us. I said something about it in our Discord, I think. It passed Uh, the 100 million milestone here, which is it's good for that film. That's pretty big. I did see that old director, writer, special effects man that made the movie on his own, basically, (coughs) said that he doesn't really care to do a sequel for it because everyone's like sequel sequel and he's like nah man dude i made like one of the best godzilla movies there's ever been bro stop while you're i'm good also something cool is toho has released like a godzilla minus one black and white figure oh Oh, it looks really cool that is yeah it looks really cool speaking of other things hitting the one million a hundred million dollar mark the beekeeper somehow passed a hundred million dollars and is becoming you know 2024 is like one of the first hits of the year it came out Um, at the right time with nothing mm -hmm. else going on to and following a format away from it clearly already works Mm -hmm. Ooh, talking about action movies did you see that there's a bob odenkirk short film that's being released this week. You know I love Bob Odenkirk. Oh, yeah. It's called Wish Me Luck. It comes out on the 31st. That's Wednesday. Just after when Amazon Prime will start showing ads to everybody. Well, this is on Collider. Oh, oh okay. So, yeah. and it's, it's a I mean, sh- t- today's the day. Today's the last day. Oh, I got to up my Amazon cost. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Today's the last day of the ad free. I think at midnight tonight. Bummer. Uh, Vince on Twitch says, did you hear that Bob Odenkirk is making a Nobody 2? I hadn't seen that. Maybe I was just distracted by the news about the uh, Wish Me Luck movie. And it's a very short film written by him. It's eight minutes long. So it's not like a a big... Perfect run time. Perfect run time. (laughs) But it's behind the scenes him training for Nobody. So it's, it's basically like a DVD featurette kind of a thing. But... It's done by him mm-hmm. and exploring him learning to do stunts. And I think that'll be kind of cool to see someone who's like a comedic actor, like comedy and sometimes drama actor, learning to be a stuntman for yeah. a very John Wick-esque He's old type too, movie. Though, well, is, he is an old yeah. dude, yeah. Yeah, so, you know, Better Call Saul is in there flipping stuntmen over and like shooting people in the face and stuff like that. So Pretty that actually cool. sounds super interesting. Dude, and talking about people being shot in the face. 
Knives Out 3 is happening, apparently. Really? Yeah. It's They've finished kind of writing it. I, okay. Our old dude, what's the director guy? The guy that, Ryan Johnson, he's he's finished writing the script. And I, they Glass Onion it. was pretty good. Well, Netflix had already signed a contract. They're, yeah. They they got to make a movie regardless. I, Glass Onion was fun. Yeah, it was, it was it's fun. fun. It's the first fun. movie's fun. It's fun. The first movie's more fun because you have like Jamie Lee Curtis just being a piece of crap. Yeah. The and, first uh, one, I, I like, you, I mean, you, anybody that watches the show or listens to the show on a podcast, wherever it is you download podcasts, knows that we like a good whodunit. Like they're fun. They're mm. they're just bubblegum. They're, you know, there's just the, the flavor might run out pretty fast, but the 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 initial chew is always a good time. But Class Onion, I don't I don't I don't know what it was about it that that by the end I wasn't as satisfied as I was with the first one. Yeah, it was that just everyone on that island was stuck up their own butt. Yeah. Whereas everyone in the first movie was like a butthole. And that was more fun. Like seeing them be buttholes to each other rather than mm-hmm. stuck up their own butts, maybe. Lots of just Ryan Johnson butt stuff. But anyhow, yeah, it's supposed to start filming end of this year. And Daniel Craig will come back as his gay Southern foghorn leghorn mystery solving machine. I, I, I'm i okay with that. I liked Knives Out and Glass Onion, both okay. Neither one of them are like as amazing as everyone made Knives Out original mm-hmm. to sound like, but they are fun. And that's all that's all I really want out of that kind of thing. Let's see. Other news. Did you did you did you see this? I mean, not that I want to talk about superheroes because I don't. But apparently this week they were interviewing James Gunn about the new Superman legacy, you know, reboot. And they do not plan on doing any sort of origin story. That's good. Yeah. He'll kind of start in, even though he's a younger Superman, they're going to have it start up. I did see that James Gunn was, has been pretty active on threads mm-hmm. and he answered some questions posed to him, which is, will Batman be in Superman Legacy? And he said, Batman will not be in Superman Legacy. And they asked him why. And he said, because he's not in the script. And that was the whole answer. Mm-hmm. So there's plenty of superheroes. I think Metamorpho is supposed to be in there, right? It's been a while since I like cared or was excited. <laughs> yeah. About, like, since that ever excited me. Yeah. Metamorpho on screen would be sick. I like Metamorpho. Metamorpho, Plastic Man, something about like, shape changing heroes. We're never going to get a good Plastic Man. You know No. That. But he, isn't Red Tornado going to be in it or something too? I think I saw Red Tornado, which would be weird because... Put the metal men in there while you're at it. If Metamorpho and Red Tornado are going to be there, put the put the metal men in there. Uh, I used to really like reading the metal men comics. Uh, but also, someone asked James Gunn on Threads another Batman question, which is: Is Batman Two the Batman, the Battinson, the Robert Battinson mm-hmm. movie? If that is still in the works or if it's been canceled. And he said it has not been canceled. Of course, because so, it made money. So, yeah. And it, yeah, the, it is going to be a Nether Realms or, or Other Worlds movie or whatever DC calls their stuff anymore. Mm-hmm. So that's good to hear because that one was pretty good. It wasn't bad. Until like, like the last 10 or 20 minutes oh, of like it. like how long and sludgy well, like just that, those people were. The Riddler was like a Reddit dude, which thinking about it, it was like all these MGTOW dudes like getting summoned by the Riddler to be like, oh, I hate women and also everyone else. So I'm just going to shoot guns at people because I'm lonely. Yeah. Which thinking about it, Dumb Money is on Netflix now. So if you didn't watch it in the theater, uh, you can watch it on Netflix. And it's the same dude getting Reddit followers. Yeah. It's just Paul Dano on Reddit. He plays Uh, a good Reddit guy. Yeah. Apparently he's the go to Redditor because there's two movies where he's just a Reddit guy calling to doing a call to arms so shout out to vhs mikey on youtube man howdy howdy guys speaker box fam another movie that's that the trailer came out this week that i'm it feels like they've made a thousand of these movies but there's another despicable me like a despicable me four trailer that 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 dropped and i'm like how is it only four but then i forgot that minions also has like a hundred movies yeah and i think grew like rise of grew is like its own thing but Despicable Me 4 is a, a thing and has a Gru Jr., has a baby son, hmm. which I guess I guess calls to question that Gru had sex with a person. So Cloning. He could just be a I guess that's clone true. Thing. He could be a clone. Who knows? Never thought about Going it. back real quick, Vince asked if he should watch Glass Onion because he hasn't seen it yet. Is it worth watching? Yeah, I mean, yeah it's, it's worth fun. watching. It's, it's there. It's a whodunit. It's a, it's a fun, fun whodunit. It is fun. There's a couple of cool cameos or whatever in there. I like, I like it a lot. Uh, it's... Worth watching. What were we just talking about? D- Despicable Me. Yeah, we just yep, we just covered that one. 
There's a new Lego movie that's been announced. Speaking of movies that... I mean, is it just Lego? How or is, is there it so Lego many Batman or Lego Spider-Man or Lego character people? Lego biopic about Pharrell Williams. Are you fucking serious right now? I'm serious. That's a real thing. What? They're doing a Lego biopic about Pharrell Williams. I mean... I can't say I'm not mad about it. Like, or, or, or I'm, I think it's okay. I mean, that, that just sounds so stupid enough that I'm going to buy well, it. They're just like, well, who can we do music about or whatever? I think they just want to have more singing. Of right? course they do. Mark Landry on YouTube just, just hit the button, hit the panic button in the room that we haven't talked about. There was a poster that came out. There was a small trailer that came out of the remake of... A American bar classic, Roadhouse, with Jake Gyllenhaal taking over the role of Patrick Swayze. No, he's suppo- there was Is rumblings he not- that he's supposed to be a son. Because oh, so it's not like it's a it's a continuation it in the Roadhouse be. world. Yeah, because his name is something Dalton, but he's not the same Dalton. So I guess we're to believe that after Patrick Swayze ripped that dude's larynx out on the the shores of Lake Minnetonka or whatever, that he went back to that that bar and just like pool tabled the hell out of that chick or <laughs> up in his like barn. They just rolled yeah. in the hay and made Jake Gyllenhaal. Absolutely. Yeah, I guess so. What if that was the last words that that dude, he's like, I used to bang dudes like you in prison or whatever. And he's just beating him up and he goes, you must purify yourself in the waters of Lake Minnetonka. And then he rips his throat out and dumps him in the water. He goes, that's not Lake Minnetonka. (laughs) That would have been. Mark says pain don't hurt, but these remakes do. Have you seen the trailer? Did you watch it? Yeah. There's a lot of Conor McGregor in it. Yeah. A whole bunch of. Thick, thick McGregor. Well, that's what worries me about this movie is it could be good. I'm not, I, you know, I'm not really opposed to a thematically similar movie of Roadhouse because Roadhouse, like, while it's great and anybody that's ever worked in the bar business, it's a great movie to watch. It is getting a little dated. Like, some of those things. No, I meant, like modern bar business like you can't just have a fucking mega brawl in the middle of the you know whatever apparently and can in the keys bro because you can but 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 it, it, it it's a, it's still it still holds up but it, but i think that you know you there are modern things in modern bars that are things that never happened then that could be kind of fun to explore i don't i mean you could run like a cocaine trafficking operation could be happening out in your bar and you got to go fight them or whatever i mean it could happen it could be a thing but i just if they keep trying to pander to the Conor McGregor fans of the world, like that is the lowest common denominator. Like shop at the buckle, put bejazzles on your butt, but then call other people gay. Like, like you can't like the, that demographic of people is a walking oxymoron and pandering to them only makes the world a worse place. Yeah. It's, I don't want that movie to be that. I have really mixed feelings about the trailer because it's like, it's going to be an action movie and it looks kind of cool, but it also looks dumb as hell. Yes. No. So, and, and 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 it's prime movie now, right? It, it's like uh, yeah, it's, it's straight not, to streaming. It's not going to the theaters. Yeah. And uh, Velvet Santa, the bad guys troll the bar with touch tunes. I'm that bad guy. Uh, dude. Uh, okay. Uh, yeah. Are we the bad guys now? Uh, yeah. We are the bad guys now. Uh, I have literally made a bartender unplug the touch tunes. Like I. Uh, I'd like to check and see what's playing on the jukebox at one of our local bars before I go in there. And then I put wrestling entrance music on to to make an entrance into said bar. Everybody keeps asking me why. They're like, you should get a touch tunes for Pinpoint. I would faster put a bullet in my glabella than I would put a touch tunes in my bar because no, thank you, sir. You have the power to skip the songs as the... Uh, That's all I would do. The the 90,000th person that put on the, the Who's Pinball Wizard, I would oh, go into the crowd right, and I would yeah. strangle them to death and watch the life flow from their eyes into my palm. And, and with, with a small a smirking grin, I would say, never again. Maybe and I would you can put make them down. Deaf, dumb, and blind, like in the song. No. Like, have fun. 
playing pinball now. In hell. Yeah. And uh, yeah. So Vince on Twitch asks, what is TouchTunes? TouchTunes is a system of jukebox. It's a modern jukebox. It's a digital jukebox. It sits on a wall. You go up, you can use it on your phone and you buy credits and you basically can request songs and play songs and skip songs. And, you know, it's, it's one of one of the things about it, though, is that since it is app based and internet you can play songs anywhere that has touch tunes turned on anytime you want to. And there are people that do troll bars by playing like it's not unusual or, you know, Rick Astley or, or whatever. Uh, and a lot of bars have wised up and say, Oh, only these genres, only these songs. And they'll ban certain songs or remove certain songs. Yeah. Um, Cotton Eye Joe. But yeah, as, as Trucker Lena says, the music at Pinpoint is already flawless. So please do not. So thank you. I work very hard on vibe creation at my bar. I will never get a touch tunes ever, ever, ever. But anyway, Roadhouse. Yeah. That's a thing. That is um, a thing. And you know what? Talking music though, real quick is that. Wicked finished filming because the the musical movie is just so popular of a thing to do right now. Wicked officially finished its filming and expect that sometime soon, either within the year or beginning of next, however long it takes for them to do post on that one. But I'm sure that'll end up doing pretty good. It's It's directed by John Chu, who's done such hits as Step Up to the Streets. G.I. Oh, Joe yeah. Retaliation, Now You See Me Too, which is probably the biggest one out of those. But he's no stranger to music because he did In the Heights that made none of the dollars. So that's that's going to be one coming at you soon. Oh, and before we move too far away from the Lego and the, and the DC stuff and all that, it's not really movie related, but there's a new trailer for the uh, Suicide Squad Kill the Justice League game, mm. and it has Will Arnett in the commercial. And like he, physically, like the yeah, person, like oh. him on screen wearing like a uh, dead shot looking armor or something. And he's like, yeah, let's go kill the Justice League and all that stuff. And that's funny because Will Arnett is Lego Batman mm-hmm. and he's the voice of Slade in Teen Titans he's the Go voice of to the movies. Thing, Yeah, but he does two different DC characters already. Like he has such a unique and interesting, like I've tried to have a Will Arnett impression and it's. It's hard. He he's he's got such a throaty, deep baritone, but he's not a big guy, so it just is. It's 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 a strange voice, but yeah, he's awesome. I like Will Arnett. Yeah, well, you know who is a big guy? John Cena. John Cena. Is There's a new Netflix John Cena movie coming out. Ricky Stanicki. Have you seen the trailer for this? I have not, but I hate the name already. <laughs> it's it has a uh, what's his name? Zach Efron. And a couple other guys in it. Is and it like mega jacked Zach Efron? Now yeah. That okay. It's like right now HGH Zach Efron. Oh. Yeah. And him and some friends have created a fake friend that they use as an excuse to get out of, you know, things that their families and wives want them to do. But they get caught up in it and they have to hire someone to be Ricky Stanicki. And it's John Cena, who's like this, like Atlantic City actor stage actor dude or something it looks dumb as hell it could probably be a lot of fun oh, uh, it looks like it movies. might be i just uh, you know a lot of fun what it must be like to be rich and famous and to have a dumbass idea and be like you want to do this and they go okay this sounds fun and stupid like adam sandler and all his homies like how much fun must it be to just be those people and have fun and make these movies that they want to make. I mean, it just seems like it would just be hilarious and fun. Like, I don't want to watch some of these movies, like Ricky, Stanicki, Patiki, whatever. But making them must be an absolute hoot. Dude, you know what else would be? Velvet Santa said Wicket, a musical Ewoks movie. That would be fun. Each up, young that's nub. Just, you that's know? just the Star Wars holiday special. Yeah. And Vince said that Will Arnett's podcast sold to XM for $100 million. Good, wow, good job, dang. Will Arnett, man. You know what else? Before we're too far away from comic books as well, exciting comic book news for people like us and people that don't really care to watch the Marvel and DC stuff. Rogue Trooper. I don't know what this is. 2000 AD. Yeah. 2000 AD comic. It just finished filming as well. Really? So there's going to be a Rogue Trooper movie. It's directed by the guy that did Warcraft. 
Oh, which I did not hate that movie. Yeah, no, you didn't. Yeah, Duncan Jones. He also did Moon. I liked Moon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he, they just finished filming Rogue Trooper. So he's like a purple machine gun guy? Yeah, he's like a clone dude, right? Like, they're, they're like these clone army guys. But the cool thing is, whenever they all have like these chips in them or whatever, right? And when one of them dies, they can take on the chips and put them in like their weapon and stuff. So in the picture, if you're seeing it right here, his helmet has that little tab on the front. Yeah, right. It has like the number one and then the gun has like a number two, stuff like that. That's so there's other troopers that are able to talk to him and they like take in because then they can implant them in another body, but they stay alive. Through, That's like, kind of like equipment. altered carbon. They had the things in the back of their heads. Those well, chips. this has been around for forever. Right. I'm sure maybe that's where altered carbon got the idea. And the movie has people like Jermaine Clement. Oh, hey. Sean Bean. Oh, hey. Matt Berry. Oh, hey. And then a... Uh, a Is this a straight up super comedy? Well, it's like British, you know, so they're like okay. getting like British dudes. I really hope that Jermaine and Matt Berry do some of the voices oh uh, of like his weapons and helmet and stuff like that. That would be fantastic. Uh, the Rogue Trooper video game, by the way, is really badass. It was like a 360 game or mm-hmm. something like that, but you can play it on current gen consoles. It's a lot of fun. And the guy playing Rogue Trooper is in Anuin something Bernold. I don't I don't know. I don't know him. He hasn't really been in a lot of things that anyone would know. He was in Dunkirk. He's an up and comer. Nah, he he's like almost forty and he's been well, doing that's, movies. You can be, you know, so Yeah, yeah, you can. But he's been doing movies for like thirty of those years. But it's it's listed as being written by Jerry Finley Day and Dave Gibbons, who are the guys that wrote Rogue Trooper. That's okay. exciting to have cool. a movie, a 2080 movie done by the people that made the comic for 2080. Right. Couldn't we not have done that for Judge Dredd, please? Well, there's so many people involved with Judge Dredd, but yeah, I like the Stallone Dredd and I, w- I will die on that hill. A- and then also other cool things to see. Monkey Man. Did you see the trailer for this? I didn't, but Dev Dev Patel's cool. Uh, yeah, he co-wrote. He's directing. It's his directorial debut, and he's the star of it. Apparently, Jordan Peele was like, I don't want this on Netflix, and he, he produced it to get it away from Netflix. Mm-hmm. But it's like this dude who's it's like, like a fight this, club and he wears this monkey mask, right? Yeah. It's like a, like a John wick, nobody style looking movie where this dude kind of takes on this legend of this monkey to beat people up. Uh, it's, and it's all like a lot of Hanuman imagery. Yeah. And it's an Indian movie. It is an Indian movie. And it's funny that the, the U S is making Indian movies. Now, when I saw that trailer, especially because Hanuman is in theaters right now, about mm. a superhero version of, of Hanuman. Uh, but it's like super gruesome, violent looking. It looks like a lot of fun. I want to see it. It could be cool. I mean, I'll watch it. I like to, I like Dev Patel, man. He's a good dude. Yeah. And then what else? There's a couple other trailers. Calamity Jane trailer. Okay. It has Emily Bett Rickards and Stephen Amell from Arrow, mm-hmm. both both in that. Stephen Amell is playing Wild Bill Hickok, which is really weird. He looks super weird. That one's going to be like a straight to streaming type thing. It did say it'll get a theatrical release, but probably only a couple. And then Sleeping Dogs with Russell Crowe. Oh, yeah. Where yeah. he's, it's like. I saw that one too. Yeah. Detective that doesn't have his memory. Did you watch the last Airbender Netflix trailer? No, I never liked, I never got into Oh, that's right. Avatar. You're wrong. So this, the, the live action show starts February 22nd on Netflix. So right around the corner, one month away. Pretty cool stuff there. I'm looking forward to it. I like Avatar, The Last Airbender, blah, blah, blah. You're probably wondering, though. You're probably wondering why we haven't addressed the elephant in the room that is the Oscars. Because fuck the Oscars. You're probably sitting there listening to this podcast. You're probably going, why haven't they talked about the Oscar nominations and the Oscar snubs? And the oh, gosh. I've done everything I can to avoid having to hear about Barbie snubs. Which the one thing I will say is that Whoopi Goldberg went into the news and was talking. <laughs> and she's like, not everyone likes everything. Just because you liked Barbie doesn't mean that the people voting on it or the Academy was like, yeah, let's give more awards to it. That's not how awards work. And if you've listened to our show, you'll understand why we hate awards and why. How did you not? If you'd listened to us, you would have seen this coming. Like not everybody can win a fucking participation participation trophy, especially when the Academy's already broken and predictable. Like who <laughs> 
cares. You know, if we'd stop caring about these goddamn awards, then it wouldn't make such a big deal when people get nominated. But we just want the recognition. From who? From an academy that you already hate? Who cares? Like, fucking drop it. Like, it doesn't matter. Oscars are stupid. Golden Globes are stupid. It is a way for other people to validate something that you won't take a chance on. And it will, you know, for people to go, oh, well, I'll only watch it because I made an Oscar or to validate your taste in whatever. Just fucking just like like what you like. Don't these stupid freaking awards, man. Yeah. Yeah. Going back in comments real quick too. Vince asked if I've watched Iron Claw yet. I still haven't. I just I haven't I touched. I think we touched on it last week. I've not been in the mood to be bummed out as a wrestling fan. I know the uh, the real life story. In fact, I watched Royal Rumble Saturday. I went to a live local wrestling event yesterday. I I've been going to a bunch of wrestling again here lately. Uh, getting back into it and watching the Von Eric story on screen is just not something I've felt like doing. It's a bummer yet. Dude. And then someone else said something. Velvet Santa asked us. There was a question in there. I totally lost. Oh, the Ghostbusters had, trailer. Yeah, the Ghostbusters trailer. I haven't watched the new international one, but I did see that they there's a new international Ghostbusters trailer released. I did not watch the last two Ghostbusters movies. I don't really the have... The last one was... Yeah. It had some warm fuzzies, but it was predictable and formulaic. Yeah, I, I don't have the interest in watching a reboot cool. The for, one before that was just so bad. Yeah. Oh. I, I, yeah, full reboot... No interest whatsoever in a reboot cool. If it's on TV sometime, I might watch parts of it. I have no desire to sit down and watch that. I grew up absolutely in love with Ghostbusters and everything that it was. And it was, yeah, if you see the toys that I've wasted dollars on in the background here, that you know, Ghostbusters was something that, oh, look at this. I got my Slimer pin right here. And there's Slimer right there. (laughs) So I just going and watching something where they're like, now there's kids and it's in a farm town and it's extra wacky and goofy. Something. Oh, and we got the Echo One right in front of us where you Mm -hmm. guys can't see it. We love Ghostbusters. And so watching the last two has just been not. Yeah. On As a, Jayway uh, says on uh, YouTube, he says, the new Ghostbusters looks more like an action than a comedy. Well, and that's how most of it's going. Like, if you go back and you watch the original Ghostbusters movie, it is a subtle comedy, you know, and it's an adult subtle comedy. And Okay, it, who brought the dog? <laughs> yeah, I mean, it was it was a comedy for adults, and, and then it just somehow managed to capture the hearts of everyone, right? But then when toy manufacturers and producers start coming in, and you go, oh, well, the kids like it too, and they're the ones that are going to buy the proton packs and you're like well just wait when when you know adults will buy the shit too eventually when they get lonely and wealthy enough and you know then it became a kids movie all of a sudden and now they think that they have to make it a kids movie when you don't but now like everything's an action movie and it's just the it's just the way that things are and i think it's I feel yeah. like we have more horror comedy than than anything else going on because that's got, what they make toys of. <laughs> we got Slimer and Elvira. We got Tales from the Crypt. We got two Crypt Keepers. We got Gremlins all over the place. Uh, I think horror comedy Creep is show like right there. Yeah, it's, there's no comedy in Creep Show though, right? Creep Show's hilarious, man. On uh, purpose? Yeah, there's some really good ones. And the thanks for the ride lady bit, yeah. like that's one of the best ones. And the one where uh, Stephen King like gets covered in the moss. And yeah, Creepshow's great. Like another even the new Creepshow. I wish that they would make more episodes of the newer Creepshow that There's they did. Little Slimer right there. Too. Yeah, we we got a lot of dumb. It's just that's what that's what's. It's easy to sell merch like that. Mm-hmm. But yeah, Velvet Santa says the Rambo toys were a little surreal. I remember those at like KB Toys when I worked in the mall. KB Toys. They were like KB always toys. in the discount bin and. But yeah, I mean, it's, it's funny. Ro- the fact that RoboCop had toys. I had those. Yeah. You know, if you think about bum, RoboCop bum, is bum, bum. not a kid's movie. That dude's pecker gets shot off. People's about... faces get blown off. There's the toxic dude gets melted. Dude gets melted. You know, you're like, goodbye, Boddicker. You know, and like all this shit. Like he gets blasted into the like being goop. Like in the first where they just shotgun his body into goop. And that's like, that's not a freaking kid's movie. But... Stabs people with a data spike. You know, but yeah, then they but make kids. Toys. Yeah. Let's make toys. But that was the thing is kids back then were exposed to that shit. And we all grew up to, we 
to be us and and we're we love it and like we should do more shit like that like like kids are gonna go on the internet and find this shit anyway so we might as well make good versions of it for them to consume jurassic as jayway says jurassic park that dude got bit off right off the toilet i had was, every jurassic park toy there was arms flying everywhere we were holding on to our butts it was scary you know like where where did where did we just go so got, far off censoring yeah, everything jurassic park is absolutely terrifying it's just so fun horrific and terrifying and kids are like dinosaurs yeah <laughs> like, i know and so i had the toys where the t-rex could come and bite the chunk out of the triceratops and it was all fleshy and squishy and all that velvet <laughs> santa says salt burn easy bake oven the kids love salt burn right now because it's so shock and awe like you know that's that's the thing just make good movies excuse me make good movies don't don't, don't figure out how you got to cater to them but anyway speaking of movies we need to talk about what's coming out in theaters this week. Sorry, I've got to get like the hiccups all of a sudden. Oh, man. And we don't edit the show either. This is just stream of consciousness. So I apologize for the hiccups. A couple of movies. Speaking of the kids, there's one coming out this weekend called How to Have Sex. And it is about three British teenage girls going on a rite of passage, holiday, drinking, clubbing, hooking up in, in a magical summer. Should be the best summer of their lives, but probably as most like riding something that's too high fizzles and goes wrong too quickly. So always be be careful. It has but been nominated for three BAFTAs. But does it teach you? Does it? Does it? Do I, I, yeah. do I need to take a notepad? Like, I don't know. Still, there's still some pointers that might be in there. Let's see. But that's coming out this week. Also, probably the one that's going to get in theaters everywhere is from director Matthew Vaughn. If you don't know Matthew Vaughn, you know Matthew Vaughn. You just don't know his name. He, of, of all the people that call other directors like visionary directors, Matthew Vaughn actually is one of these people. If you've ever watched a Matthew Vaughn movie, I remember when I f- first saw Stardust and I really liked it because it's a Neil Gaiman adaptation of one of his stories and it was very fun. And then I went back and I watched Layer Cake, which was pretty good. Uh, Kick-Ass was a lot of fun. X-Men First Class was what that was a movie you could see. And then he did the Kingsman's movies and they just they have this very... You know, and he was a producer on the te- Tetris movie, which has a very Matthew Vaughn pacing and visual style, as well as Rocket Man, which if you've ever seen that, you can you can you can feel his input on that movie. Oh, mm. I was thinking the Hal. Oh crap! What's his name? I was thinking the comedy from the from the nineties or whatever. Where he oh, goes, Rocket Man. Yeah, where oh, he goes no, to no, the no. yeah goes to Mars yeah, and has one. like the spacesuit full of fart. But Matthew Vaughn's newest movie is Argyle, and Argyle it's it's about a spy novelist getting drawn into this actual you know underground syndicate, and they're like, "Who is Argyle?" That's the trailer. But it has a a, a huge ensemble cast. It's got you know Dua Lipa's in it, Bryce Dallas Howard, Bryce Dallas Howard, Henry Cavill, Sam Rockwell, John Cena, Samuel L. Jackson, Brian Cranston. Just I mean, the list goes on and on. Rob Delaney's in it. Sophia Boutella's in it. Like it's just it's it's a a bunch of people in this freaking movie because Matthew Vaughn is good at that. I'm mainly excited because Sam Rockwell and Henry Cavill are just awesome to watch. Like I love how Harlan Williams thinks about the And I also like Bryce Dallas Howard a lot. She's, she's really great on screen in almost every role that she takes on. She's, you know, those three actors have a lot of range and a lot of depth. And I'm, I mean, Samuel Jackson's always Samuel Jackson. And that's, that that in itself is fun, but they got Nick Fury and Superman in the same movie, along with uh, Gwen Stacy, and there was another Marvel person in there. It's 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 good. And as Velvet Santa just pointed out on on Twitch, he said Sam Rockwell was in the first Turtles movie, regular or menthol. Oh um, yeah, Sam Rockwell yeah. was one of the Foot Clan boys. He was. He was just like you get anything you want here at the Foot Clan house, which was, and they were playing that 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 song. It was yeah, whatever. I, there's a this very memorable scene for me, and that those two kids were playing that narc video game. I was like, oh man, look at that. It seems like yeah, the Foot Clan hideout was, was dope. dope. <laughs> Did we both say that? Yeah, because it was because yeah, it had skateboards and video games, chain link fence inside. Yeah, you could get um, beat up by like a Japanese dude. Yeah. So anyway, 
that's coming out this weekend. That's probably going to be the one that hits theaters nationwide. Also, prob- I don't know if this is going to get a, a U.S. release or if it's going to get just go a streaming treatment, but I am mentioning it because it has Matt Milkinson and anything that he's in is probably going to be pretty good. And it's called The Promised Land. It's actually not in English. So heads up to that, but watch it in its original language. Put on the freaking subtitles. Don't be afraid of reading. It's the story of Ludwig Collin, who was trying to pursue his lifelong dream of building this this community, right? And and it takes place a long time ago in, you know, the, the renaissance looking Europe, you know. And I don't know the story of Ludwig Collin because I'm not from that part of the world, but the, the trailer looks good. It, and it's Mad Milkinson, man. I don't know why I have to watch everything that this dude makes, but he is... So freaking cool, man. Mickelson. Mickelson. I have Mickelson. When I say Mickelson, that Mickelson. Milkins. Milkinson. Mickelson. M I K K E L S E N. Mickelson. Mickelson. Mads, Mads. It's Mads. I get hype about him. Oh, ball whacker. He's so cool. Just, my God. I want to grow up to be as like cool as Mads. Like, I'm not nearly as mysterious or stoic, but I, I'm working on it. Be I would to be meds, you know. I don't, I can't do it, but he's so freaking cool. Start listening to a lot of black metal, hell yeah, and like uh, being cold all the time. I'll try get like that whole like Nordic, like I don't have my eyes, I have, I have, I have friendly eyes, which suck. I want dark, mysterious, like no bullshit eyes. And I, I have the kind of eyes that no matter what store I go to, people come up and ask me questions or ask me for help. Like, even when I look like or feel like I'm in a bad mood, I'm like, dude, I probably look like I'm just don't fucking talk to me. And some lady goes, oh, hey, can you show me where the sweet and condensed milk is? And I'm like, yeah, it's all seven. And, <laughs> you know, it's like, God damn it. How do you not know where the sweet and condensed milk is, bitch? And then you're like, I have a good one. But your velvet Santa's reason to fly. Great. <laughs> That's how friendly my eyes are. Anyway, also, yeah, people, Velvet Santa says people thought I worked at Office Depot back in the day. People think I work everywhere I go. And they're just like, hey, I got a question for you. Anyway. Did I wear like tattered Harley Davidson hoodies? And I'm like, clearly not someone that wants to talk to anybody. And people go, do you work here? And I'm like, dog, like what part of me? Yeah. Yeah. But also coming out probably not in wide release, but maybe getting the streaming treatment. Jungle Bunch Operation Meltdown. It says it's in theaters, only in theaters February 2nd. So I think it's just one of those weird cash grab, like, you know, here we we have an animated movie in a time where we don't have a lot of options for kids. Those tend to come out every now and again, especially around January, February, because they're like, oh, fuck it. Kids will watch anything that's animated and... Throw it out, make some money. What country made that? I don't know. But yeah, that's pretty much the gist of it. There's a movie, like a zombie movie coming out called The Epidemic. It has Eric Roberts in it and, hmm. and Chris Owen, Kurt Angle. Kurt um, Angle? Yeah, he has Kurt Angle what? in it. Um, but that's probably just going to hit streaming as well. So yeah. That's cool. Dude, Yeah, Kurt Angle rules. He's a wrestler. He is. He's a gold medal winning wrestler. He was. He was. And that metal with a broken freaking neck. Well, okay. Well, that's what's coming out this weekend. So there is a movie that's in theaters, at least locally, that Jake saw that he's going to catch you up on. I believe it was Fighter. Yeah, I watched Fighter. Man, it's everywhere. So I'm sure. It was in the top 10. The the Hindi top gun, right? Yeah, uh, basically. It's getting a lot of comparisons to Top Gun. Uh, I did see an article or two where the director was having to defend that it's not just a... Top Gun movie. So right, this just it, it is in 662 theaters in the U.S. Well, and it's, it's listed at 16. It's number 16. It, may, it did make a million bucks, so not bad. I got to go back to that article I read because it said that it was in the top 10 domestic, but that might have been before all the numbers came in. Doesn't matter. Yeah, Fighter. It's a movie that's been delayed for several years because of COVID, but now it's out. It's out there. It's Ritik Roshan being an action star, being badass. It's about a squadron of fighter pilots and helicopter crews that are brought together for special missions to safeguard and and patrol the area between Pakistan and and India at Pakistan-occupied Kashmir, right? And it's just the most patriotic movie you've ever seen in your life, dude. There's Indian flags everywhere. They're reciting poetry about how, like, India is, like 
the titties and and like no matter how good your coffin is poem about india being yeah titties. like no no coffin looks as good as one that's dressed in the indian flag and all this it's like fight for your country you know be, be a real hindustani you know it's like say your prayers eat your vitamins be true to yourself be true to your country be a real hindustani i am uh, a real hindustani yeah, yeah. it's Super badass, man. It is a lot of fun. It definitely has Top Gun vibes. You know, Ritik Roshan's character is clearly the maverick of the group. Instead of it being like a flight school type thing, it is a lot like Top Gun Maverick, where they have the best of the best already. Uh, the people that have proved themselves join this team, uh, and they go, they train for these missions, these protecting missions to be able to rescue people with the helicopter crews and their air support with the fighters, you know, and he is like, he's the rogue, you know, he's like, I'm going to take out this bad guy. And of course there is like a red Baron type character. Mm -hmm. He's called the red nose because his, his, he's a Pakistan guy and his, the nose on his plane is painted red. But, and all of this is to stop these terrorists who are attacking Indian civilians and, and bombing their military convoys and stuff like this. And it is a lot of action rolled into one movie. Big storytelling. Lots, lots of jets, rescue missions, shootouts, jet fights, ambushes, rescuing POWs. It's like Rambo and Top Gun and all this like rolled into one movie. Of course, you have your your music numbers and a little bit of a love story in there at the same time. Lots of comedy in there. It has everything. I had a blast. I really liked it. It is a good time. If you like Top Gun, it's like Top Gun, but more interesting. It's like a easier to pay attention to, easier to jive with the characters. Top Gun, cool. Yeah. And were it, there any like were there any kind like, of volleyball scenes? A little or bit. There, high fives. Part of it was that you know the commander was like, "You guys have got to bond because what really is going to make this team the best team on the planet is like y'all are going to be homies, you know." And so there's a lot of cutting up and goofing around and yeah, bonding and, and having a great time. And of course, there's there's like planes going side by side and like looking at each other through the glass. Like you get all like the cool Top Gun stuff, but in like a even more action packed movie. It's fantastic, man. I I I don't know how to explain it. Then, other it's, than it's just being, it's cool. It's a it's a just a classic action movie, and it's a lot of fun. Yeah, ten ten recommend. It's a it's a good time if if you need your action fix or if you have learned that you do like Bollywood films, uh, things like that. This is a, a a good one to go watch. Well, hell yeah. It's in 660-something theaters nationwide. You can maybe check it out in a theater near you. And speaking of those, it's called Fighter, for those of you in the comments who are asking again. For those of you curious about the box office, since we were just talking about it, it's about that time where we're going to give you the box office roundup for the past weekend, which was January 26th through 28th, 2024. The way this works is Jake's going to give you the top 10 movies in the U.S. These are domestic numbers. The reason we talk about domestic numbers is because we know that that's what the studios follow. They only want to know domestic numbers because that's where the money stays. So the, the worldwide stuff is kind of gravy. But if it does, like World of Warcraft is one of the best examples that, you know, we just mentioned that movie. It made no money here in the States, made tons and tons and tons of money overseas, but we never got a sequel because it's about domestic numbers. So Velvetan asks in Twitch, I think there's like two more things in the goodie box. This is the, the final two. He also says Indy has cool motorcycles like the Royal Enfields. Well, you know how in Top Gun, Tom Cruise popularized the Ninja, and that's really what got Ninjas and Ray-Bans and all that sold. They ride plenty of Royal Enfields in this movie with Harley Davidson sound effects. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Yeah. So you're like, whoa, that Royal Enfield sounds cool. It's like a little turd bike, like 50cc, and they're like, like God, big hogs. But, you know, it's a movie and it's a lot of fun. Well, all right. Well, number 10. Take it away, Jake. Yeah. Coming in at number 10, Night Swim uh, brought in $2 million. It's fourth week out. Brought in 26 and three quarter million bucks for that one. At number nine, American Fiction, having climbed up from the number 12 spot, 
Yeah, it did. It gained theaters. I was about to say it brought in 2.6 million, uh, which is a 50% bump for them, gaining 852 theaters to be in 1,700 total. 11.5 for that one. And it's seven weeks out there, but it's it's clearly been in a very limited Mm -hmm. release there. And I think as we are approaching Oscar season, Black History Month. And that too. uh, That one might kind of take off. And then at number eight, Climbing back up from the number 18 spot, coming back in the top 10 real hard. Godzilla minus one. Came got back it, in 1,500 more theaters. Came got back. itself another $2.7 million, which is a nearly 300% increase. Nine weeks out, $55 million in the U.S. Now, I wonder if that if that's just Godzilla minus one or if that's minus color along with it. I think that, it. that's along with it. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then number seven. Aquaman and the Lost Kingdom, two point seven million brought in by that one. In the U.S., it's made just under one hundred twenty across the globe, about four hundred and twelve. Crossed the four hundred mark this this week, so yeah, uh, that was that one's probably not great for that. But the DCEU is done, and now we're going on to James Gunn's whatever the hell is going to happen there. We'll see. We'll see. Another one that climbed in the in the top ten. Oh, from up, up yeah. from the t- number ten spot. What you talked about last last week. week? I reviewed it last week. Yeah, poor things. Two point nine million for it, and it, it grew added nine hundred theaters. And you know, if you want to check out my full review, you can check it out last week. Steven on YouTube just popped in. He goes, "What's the show about? It's about movies. We're talking about movies right now. We're going over the box office. Poor things. Poor things. Not for everyone, but a good movie. And you can find the full review on last week's episode." Just came into view what exactly this is about. We're talking about movies and what movies made money, which coming in at, uh, or Poor Things has brought in $24.5 million total, and it's mm-hmm. two months out so far. And then coming in at the number five spot, holding on to the number five, Top Gun alum, Anyone But You, $4.6 million. Any Anyone but this movie. $71 million brought in by it, and Ugh. it's six weeks out. That movie- Makes me sad. Has somehow done it. Thanks, so, TikTok. Good good for them. Uh, and then another one. All these have held their spots from number five up. That's incredible. Holding the number four spot, Migration. $4.9 million brought in by that one this past weekend, bringing its six-week domestic total up to $101 million. So not bad for that one either. For one that had a slow start and everyone thought it was just going to kind of fall off. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's migrated up to the top 10 and it's staying at number four. And then holding the three spot, Wonka, still out there. And in seven weeks, 5.6 million brought in by that one. Still making it, man. $195 million in the U.S. alone. It crushed it overseas, though. Over half a billion dollars total across the globe. Yeah. I mean, it is is dwarfed overseas what it has done here. I mean, it's it's crazy, so. Hmm. I wonder how well it's doing in Belgium. <laughs> There's right. chocolate. Oh. Yeah, because that's where it takes place, right? Yeah. yeah, he's like some Belgian harbor. They're all using chocolate as currency. Yeah, yeah. And that's like, what they're doing. They're like, you chocolate. Yeah, why don't we do that? Right. They're all just that fat kid from the original Wonka. Mm-hmm. And then, just gloop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Holding the number two spot, the beekeeper, 6.67 brought in by it. And it's three weeks out has brought in forty one and a half million. Forty one. And then again, you know, like we said at the beginning of the show, like it's killing it overseas too. It did over sixty million overseas, so over a hundred. And good news for you, because of the success of this movie, more Jason Statham and Sylvester Stallone projects one less job have been greenlit. So So many more jobs. Yeah. Uh, I, you know, I, I just want the beekeeper to enter the John Wick averse, so I don't need to see a shitty John Wick like movie or show or whatever the hell they're making. Right well, now. you got ballerina, yeah. and then you have the Continental, and there was some interviews with Ian McShane talking about the next adventure after the Continental for his character or whatever. So, okay. And then holding the top spot, Mean Girls. Hey, thanks, Merle. Mean Girls, the musical, $6.9 million brought in by that one, which is actually a 40% drop for it. $60.4 million brought in by it, and it's three weeks out. It's making money too, you know. Even. Beekeeper was right there with it. Actually, I saw an article saying that they were they were they wouldn't be shocked if Beekeeper took the top spot for the weekend. But I think when the final numbers came in, like it just edged out Beekeeper. Damn. 
musicals, man. And thanks for the sub, Merle, over on Twitch, for those of you that, that I don't know where you're watching the show from. It looks like we got Steven on, on YouTube asking us about Marvel that he asked, has, have, they, have they done too much? Yes, way oversaturated. Like Marvel, they're having to take a step back. Yeah, um, one of the things we I talk about it a lot on the show. Yeah, one of the things I didn't include in the news was all the stuff about Thunderbolts uh, that's mm-hmm. being talked about because that movie is turning out to be a mess. Yeah, well, Marvel's a mess right now. Yeah. But, you know, no matter where you view us, if it's Facebook Live, if it's YouTube Live, if you're on Twitch with all of our Twitch friends, we like Twitch. It's a great platform. We actually do a pre-show. We start the show about 30 minutes early to just kind of get casual, talk to you guys from here in the studio. It's a lot of fun. So don't forget to like and subscribe wherever it is you like and subscribe. Or if you don't even want to mess with any of this stuff, you can just listen to it. You can download the audio version of this podcast. We just rip the audio right out of this thing and upload it to the internet. And you can just search for the Drive-In Speaker Box podcast. Tell your smart speaker to play the Drive-In Speaker Box smart part. Tell tell it that and it won't work. (laughs) Tell your smart speaker to play the Drive-In Speaker Box podcast and it'll do it for you. So, all right, guys. Well, that's our show. We'll be back next week. Same bat time, same bat channel. I, I... I'll probably go see Argyle. Really want to see this movie. Been looking mm-hmm. forward to it. So expect a review for that next week. Uh, as Vince said, you can join us on Discord immediately after this show. You can jump in our Discord, and a lot of our our community members are going to do a watch along. Which, if you were in the Twitch area, you could guess guess the movie that's for tonight's watch along. So you can come in and check that out and chit chat. And as Velvet Santa, he's like I, the the last items of the goodie box that he sent us, and I did take a peek. They are two VHS cassette tapes. So I, I, I did get to see that they are two cassette tapes, but we're going to reveal them together. One, two, three. Was it? Tailspin. Well, Young Indiana Jones. Three Which episodes. number is this one? I don't know. But chapter 18. Did anyone else like, you know, watch Tailspin as much as I did? I really, really liked Tailspin. It's a, it was a phenomenal show. These were lasted as, oh, chapters 23 through 25 is the original indie trilogy. So this is 18, somewhere right in the middle of it. Okay, 46 minutes of Tailspin, and you got, what, two episodes of Young Indiana Jones? I don't know. But, but yeah, it might just be one, one per VHS. The last two goodies from the goodie box. Thank you, Velvet Santa, for hooking us up with so many fun things. We've, we've had many weeks of exploring the goodie box and, Vince said the the highlight for him was a RoboCop laser disc. Yeah, that was pretty. I, I still have it. It's right. It's right here. It was this. This one was was pretty. Yep, there it is. Pretty badass. I'll have to get all this stuff situated here in the studio. And but anyway, we'll be back next week. Thanks you guys for tuning in. Like I said, do not forget to like and subscribe. And Jake, unless you have anything else, that's all I got. All right, we're out. We'll see you next time, guys. See ya. As you leave the theater, folks. Please be careful. Don't let this happen to your car. Be sure to remove the speaker before you leave. If you should accidentally pull a speaker loose, please turn it in at our snack bar or box office. Thank you.